Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this episode of Photo Mission um, Focus, discussing photography. Um, and our sub- subject today is about image farming. That's, um, you know, what's that doing to for photography, Terry? Tell me a bit about what image farming is, <laughs> so, just in case there's anyone out there that didn't yeah, understand what it was, like so, myself when I was first yeah, told. Yeah, look, image farming is really about um, companies who might set up a competition mm-hmm. and you need to enter photos and the photos, you know, are going to win you something at the end of the day. But the problem with some of these competitions is is you really have to read the rules and regulations because sometimes what happens, you know, in these things, the photographer signs over all the rights to that company. Mm-hmm. So the idea of image farming comes in the fact that it's harvesting all these images from all these photographers and not paying for them and potentially having a big stock of images yeah. to be able to use in advertising campaigns. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a real problem that I think people these days are quick to you know, want to help their photography so they enter in these competitions thinking that, oh, if I win this, this will give me a bit of kudos and, um, you know, that type of stuff. But I think people have to be really mindful of anything they enter into. You know, copyright is one of those things, and you, you know as a wedding photographer, mm. um, you know, when couples commission you to shoot photos and the yes. copyright rules have changed a little bit, but automatically normally you're the image is a copyright to you, the yes. photographer. Yeah. Um, that can change because sometimes there might be a contract where you'll shoot for someone and you'll assign the copyright back yeah. back to the client. Yeah. But that's interesting because you know you know that. Yeah, you're well aware of that. Yeah, you're well aware absolutely. of that. And I think the, the, the danger is with, um, you know, people that run competitions purely just to get content is that they suck a lot of photographers in that don't realise. Yeah, and this can be really quite quite um, detrimental when you're talking about amateur photographers like you brought up earlier that are just starting out in their career and they may not necessarily be aware that that's what's happening so they're losing out on the potential for income um they're losing out on so much when it comes to being paid for your work it's really important because that's how you pay your rent that's how you pay pay your bills yeah look look, your images are your stock yeah. That's what you produce. Absolutely. So that's what you're selling. You're selling your images. Yeah. And your images are actually all have a, a worth. Yes. Um, so giving that away is kind of crazy when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess image farming is a really interesting thing um, in, in when it comes to photography at the moment, especially in the wedding industry. It can be quite a challenging thing when you're talking about that because – a lot of us are actually involved in collaborative shoots at the moment. So we're trying to boost our portfolio. We're trying to generate, I guess, as you say, we're creating our own stockpile of images. So everybody who contributes to that work um, are therefore contributing their time for images that they can use on their social media platforms and whatnot. Now, normally people would get paid to create the shoots that we do for free. So there would be a team that would be paid. You would have stylists, you would have photographers, you'd have hair and makeup. You would have um, all sorts of people that are collaborating on that. And 
you're finding now that a lot of people are using these images to, to therefore advertise their goods or whatnot. And they're not paying for these images because they're, they're having a team work for free. So essentially, is that image farming as well? To a degree, I think. I mean, it depends how you enter into it. I mean, I think the um, the challenge is, is, you know, if you know up front what you're getting yourself in for yeah, um, and, you, and you choose then to do that. I mean, look, some people say, oh, I don't care. Like, you know, I just want to get my work out there. I don't really care yeah. that I'm creating these images and, and, and doing it. But at some point in time, you've actually got to put value on your images. You've got to actually say, you know, these are worth something to me. Yeah. And potentially if I give them away, then I what mean. Am, what am I doing for myself? Yeah. Well, I think the danger is if you've got a lot of companies, and I think a lot of companies now create competitions. Yes, to yes. do it, Tra- travel travel companies do it. Yeah, tag us. Tag tag, tag us, us. Tag us. You know, get get the free exposure. Yeah. Um, submit your best picture. I mean, like, how many times is like you know you know someone who makes baby products, mm. um, oh, you know, put your is your baby going to be the cutest baby of you know X Y Z? Yeah. Nappies. Yeah. yeah. I would, I saw something today where um someone had actually highlighted something that had happened on their Instagram, where a company had requested that they tag them in future photographs to get their work on their Instagram. So it was a big company and yes. I think they were using false lashes or something like that. So they were they were saying, keep tagging us in your images and we'll put them on our Instagram. Now, normally wouldn't they be paying for an advertising shoot for Yeah, exactly. So if, 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 you, if you were, you know, a normal company wanted to create content for their, say, Instagram platform account, yeah. account they would obviously get a photography and said, hey, we want to shoot this. This is our product. We want to shoot yeah. it. And, yeah, so we want you to create these images so we can use them. And, th- and that photographer would get paid for it. That's right. And, the, yeah, and it's not happening because of the image farming, is it? Well, that's right. And, th- and this is a danger. I think it's one of these things that sneaks up. It sneaks up slowly that, it, you know, by the time people kind of realise what's happening, it's kind of too late. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, that's a really good point. It is too late because how many times are – People buying things and they're tagging the companies and the company will therefore use the image. Yep. So they might have used it in a shoot. They might have used it out for lunch. They could have done anything. It could be a dog lead Yep. for anything. Yep. And the interesting thing, a lot of these times when they use these images, there's absolutely no crediting the photographer no. because as a part of it, that's totally, they don't have to. Yeah, and I, I've seen it happen with my work in the past yep. where models have used particular items of clothing or they've um, they've contacted companies to say that they've they've been using their sunglasses or hats or whatever, and then the photographs will end up on the company's website or their Instagram or whatever. Yep. No credit to the model, no credit to the photographer, and it, normally they would be paid. Yeah, and that's kind of danger. And look, and there's yep. there's websites that are actually popping up where you can get stock images for free. Yes. And uh, I looked at one a few weeks ago, and it was um, kind of interesting because. Just to disclose, I'm, I'm a Getty's Images contributor, so yeah. so I, I produce content for Getty and it's yeah. sold on Getty. Um, but this, this website basically has all these stock images there and um, it says, you know, um, you use these images however you like, um, no need to credit the photographer. Yeah. They're actually, they're actually telling people you don't need to credit the photographer. Yeah, so that would is, I would assume in that respect they had bought that image from someone. I, I kind of believe that photographers have just submitted these images purely the hope of exposure. In which I have to be honest, I did that in my early days of my career. I used to submit images to a website called Stock Exchange. Yep. And you could set your terms 
of agreement. But, the, you know, people could download the images and use them for free. Yep. It, was, it was all trust-based. Was it tr- Creative Commons type? Was that the licensing? I mean, the, you see a lot of stuff now, you know, Creative Commons where people put content up but, you know, basically you just need to acknowledge yeah, where, it was very similar from. to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a portion where they had um, paid photographs, but I was putting my stuff up there to try and get, try and gauge whether my work was good enough to sell. Yep. Basically, at the time. Yep. So, so look, anyone, anyone. I mean, competitions are a great way to expand yourself as a photographer. To you know, put yourself out there, push, push it, and it may that you may shoot something for that competition that you may not have shot before. I think it's really important, as you say, to be aware of to what the conditions the are. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, there's 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 been, um, you know, on a few of the photo groups, there's, there's people who've kind of made trying to make this make people aware that not all competitions are equal. Yeah. When it comes to copyright, and I think you know what you do is some great competitions, and the, and there's some great ones where the rules, you know, the the um, photographer remains all the rights to the image. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not giving anything away. Mm. Um, to the point that if they create something in that competition and, and quite often if it becomes commercially viable photo that there's something can be worked out that they can benefit from that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's some really good good businesses out there that do actually provide credit and also payment, so remuneration for the, for the photographs that have been given. So they're not all bad. Yeah, they're not all bad, but I think the thing is it's it's kind of buy, you know, like buy beware. You know, yeah. it, it's like if you're a photographer and you're starting out, and you're thinking, oh, this would be a good idea to, you know, put my images here, put my images there. And I mean, look, a lot of times there's people talk about, you know, Facebook. You put an image on Facebook and there goes all your rights and that kind of <laughs> you stuff. You can download images on Facebook, anything. It's yeah, well, just, that, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, look, there's, there's, there's two things that happen with copyright. There's people who are blatantly stealing images. Yes. And that's really bad and obviously that's, you know, totally frowned upon. Mm. From the photography industry, that you know, you don't ever steal someone else's image or try yeah. and, or try and claim credit for another person's image, yeah. which you do see people do. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, back to our question about image farming and this practice, like I said, of just creating a competition purely to get images that they can then use. I think it's bad because well, it's, it's it's taking away income from people that would normally get paid. That's right. I mean, and look, people who work in that space, it's it's hard enough. Like it's a very, yeah, it's very, a very challenging industry and very tight margins. I mean, you're not making yep. millions of dollars a photograph. No, you know, um, some people, you know, they're making when they look at the number of images they have to submit to make a living. It's quite a lot of images. Yeah, I remember um, talking to a um, uh, guy who shoots in the motor racing industry, and, and what the conversion rate? No, the, the motor magazines. What they used to pay for oh, an image? Yes. You know, they used to pay like twenty dollars an image. You know, they don't have to now. No, but yeah. but but even it never really changed. It never went up. Right. Like, you know, like he he shot for years and years and years and years and still got paid the same amount. So it was like, you know, everything else was the insurance was going up and all the other stuff was going up around him. But yeah, but magazines say no. That's all we pay for an image. That's really bad. It is, and it's kind of like again, and and we we have spoke about it. We touched on an early podcast about the value of a, of photographs. Yeah, and I, and I think that's really uh, look. It's really important somehow to to get the industry to kind of turn that around, um, make people understand that you know these images are worth something. We have to yeah. pay people correctly for them. And um, it is really tough because there was a little while ago where I was actually looking at other streams, other ways to actually make income with my photography because it is becoming such a challenging 
arena to actually have a career Um, and creating stock images was one thing that I did consider and I have to say that when I came across one of these free websites I realized that it that there was no way of making an income if the images are available for free people are going to take them for free yeah look I mean the good thing is there is a number of um, responsible companies out there who who will source their images from a reputable you know stock image website who, who, where, where the photographer is getting paid to create these images um, because that's their kind of social conscience that they want to do it right Yeah. rather than, I mean, but there's, there's so many companies who don't care. They yeah. just don't care. They just want, I want this, I don't I want it as cheap. It's like it's like pirated software. Yeah. There's, yeah, and they're really, I mean, that's kind of being really cracked. And I actually saw something the other day, um, and I think it was actually in a Facebook magazine saying, um, if your employer uses pirated software, report them to this number. That <laughs> happens. happens. <laughs> well, heaps of people do. They buy a copy. You know, they buy a copy of Microsoft Office and install it on a half a dozen machines or something instead of buying, <laughs> you know, a copy. I for think each we've one. all worked in one of those offices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, you do see it, but I think they're trying to crack down on it. And look, if you look at what's happened in that space, so what has Microsoft done? They've changed the model, so you've got that Office three six five now, which is a. Uh, a, a subscription. subscription base, yeah, and, and it's a bit like you know Photoshop and Lightroom. Well, we're, same, we're in yeah. the, you know in our part of the world with the um, Adobe products. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean they're in that thing where you know I've I've bought you know that many copies of Photoshop over the years and and different things, and now I just have a subscription and I've got Lightroom and yeah. Photoshop in that in that subscription. I mean, and that's kind of a good and bad for people. Yes. Because it's kind of a cheaper way to get a full copy of Photoshop, and it you know have a legal copy. Yeah. So, and it's funny, like um, this is this is one of the kind of I suppose funny things about sometimes you hear about photography. Oh yeah, I got a copy of yeah, I got a hack copy of Photoshop, <laughs> and then you, but then you're complaining if someone steals your images. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. It's a double standard. It is. Isn't a, it, it? Well, it it is a double standard for the point that, you know. You can't have it both ways. You either, you know, you've got to respect everybody, um, and and do that. It was interesting. I, I heard, you know, and it's kind of digressing from this a little bit, but it was about a situation where someone had gone and got um, some something cleaned on their camera and got the camera, and um, noticed that the repairer had left a battery in the camera when they hadn't put a battery in it when they dropped it off, and they were out somewhere getting something else, and the per- person said, oh, Oh, geez, they've left the camera, and then the person turned around. This other business said, "Oh, score, keep it." And he's going, mm, "No, no it's not right. It's not right." And then he was about to do some business with that other company. Yeah. And he just suddenly thought to himself, "You know what? I probably don't want to give you business." Yeah, yeah. And it's it's that's a really interesting point because you do find out about people's social social etiquette when it yeah. comes to that. Is that the right word for it? Social etiquette. Oh yeah, social, social conscience. Social conscience. That's one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we, we'll use any of those. That, yeah. that, that'll all work. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, I, yeah, image farming is a really difficult thing because it does, it takes an income away from people who would normally get paid, but it's becoming the norm these days. Well, the other thing it has the potential to do is is, is downgrade Absolutely. the quality of photography because, yes. you know, they start, so so what happens is they get some pictures that are okay, pretty good, okay, don't really always fit what they need but mm-hmm. they, but they mm-hmm. go well we've got them and they cost us nothing so yeah. we, we're going to use them yeah so it, it potentially has that thing to kind of pull photography down where we really yeah. want photography to, to be lifted that everyone's striving to get you know be more 
you know, their photography to be a very high standard. Yeah. But um, you, you do actually have businesses out there that, that would prefer to pay someone because they know it's going to represent their brand. Um, well, it says something about it's. It's like, you know, being green in a business. Yes. Right? You know, a lot of people will deal with a company who is responsible about recycling. Yes. So, you know, if you see a company out there that's using images that they've harvested from running competitions and maybe there's a competitor for that same product, then maybe you choose to go and buy from the competitor. Yeah, that's true. It's a really yeah. good point. It's kind of one of those things. I think it, it, it depends where you're, you're, you know, your, um, what do you call it, with social conscience or where your, where your compass points. points yeah. yeah, whether you, whether you're not, you'd be actually kind of going to stand up and go, I'm going to, you know, do the right thing. <laughs> it's so hard because you do also sometimes get to a point where you're just like, can't beat this <laughs> you know and it's a, it's a really sad point when you get to that it's like damn it I can't beat it but yeah yeah I'd like to think that people are going to start that it's going to flip the other way and people are going to start employing poor photographs yes because it means that people like myself won't have jobs in five years time if it keeps going the way it is we won't have a job well photography is an important part of advertising absolutely right it's it's it kind of like it drives a lot of ad campaigns and you talked about some of the collaborative stuff that you've shot on and you put together the content and and that's used by to advertise, you know, sometimes yourself and other yeah. other things and it becomes so important that and I think like yeah, we have to kind of protect it somehow. But I, I don't know how we you know, other than having conversations like this, how do we actually get people aware of it? Yeah, I don't I I agree with you. I don't think they're going to be aware of it unless the conversation's had because yeah. I don't think there's any understanding. It's yep. It's not they don't quite understand all the hard work that goes into to creating a photo, creating a photograph. Because it's not, and that's the thing. Look, it's just that's the photo is the finished product. Absolutely. There's a lot to get to that point. Yeah. And and there is look. I mean, it's good in the industry. There's things like um, you know the photo watchdog. There's a, a group that's popped up who basically are calling out you know people who are running dodgy competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's great. And we need to see more of that, I suppose, more of that type of, from the industry, people calling these things out and, and making young new photographers aware of, of these practices and say, look, yeah. they're, they're not, they're not, not a good thing to get involved with. Yeah. And I think that that's really important that you brought that up because we need a younger photographic community that are really involved in that kind of thing. Well, for photography to continue to grow, it's like you have to bring new blood in. Yes. Yeah, you get a lot of photographers. So a lot of the, the really good wedding portrait photographers from the 80s, they're all retiring. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> so they're, they're, kind of, they're kind of, you know, disappearing. So there's Who's a, teaching these young ones how to do it all? <laughs> well, it's, it's, well, it's trying to get them in. But, I mean, look, photography, well, it's evolving. Yes. Oh, so, my goodness, yes. It's evolving all the time. And I think the thing at the moment is hard thing for the industry is it's evolving so quickly. We're seeing changes. So we've talked about before on this program social about media, social media yeah. and the impact that social media had, has had. And like I said, it always seems to be someone trying to find a way. To get something for free. To get something for free. I mean, yes. we all and, – and look, we must admit at some stage we're all kind of guilty of that. Yeah. Um, but I'm always mindful if someone wants to give me something for free – 
I want to understand why they're giving me something for free. I want to, yeah. you know what I mean? I question it. Yeah, yeah, it's quite difficult. I find it quite hard to take stuff for free. I, I do. Well. I, I, look, I've been in situations where there's you've been somewhere and they're trying to give you stuff, and I go, well, I don't really want it, and they go, yeah, but it's free. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I, I won't use it. Like, yeah, <laughs> free stuff's fun, but it's got to it's got to serve a purpose. It's got to serve a purpose. And you just don't take it for the fact that someone's just showering you of stuff and yeah i mean my my way of thinking is if someone is giving you something they're expecting something back something in return yeah that's, that's like, a funny no, you know they're all saying there's no such thing as a free lunch oh I'd like a free lunch well it's probably getting that time now we've, we've kind of been you know talking for a little while we have yes <laughs> so image farming mm, i think it's i think it's a bad thing when it's done wrong it's um, a good. It can be a good thing when I think it's done right. Yeah, when when competitions yeah. are done right and the photographer gets full, retains their full rights, and the photographer basically gets all the accolades of winning. Um, you know that can obviously help a photographer's yeah, career. Absolutely. In in that instance, um, I think that's, but that doesn't happen anywhere near as as much. And I think everything now is there's a lot more kind of online competitions. Yes. So yeah, and it might be just be like you know you know repost this photo um so and it might be a photo that someone's created and then you're reposting it on your platform over and over and over again mm. and again it's kind of like well they're getting free advertising yeah yeah it's true how many times have you seen that thing on facebook saying you know post and share post this because they're giving away a bmw I'd love that too. <laughs> <laughs> and like i said i, I get was, sucked into the tiny house ones <laughs> the ti- oh well, they're giving away free tiny yeah, houses. They're not really. We'll have to do a, we'll have to do another whole podcast on tiny houses because I know that is I know that's one of the things that you're really passionate I'm about. Obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. And you can have a tiny dark room in the tiny house. Oh god, it'd have to be so small. <laughs> so little. You can get one use one ten format film. I don't have people oh, some of the younger so people tiny. go, What's one ten format? Never heard of it. So tiny. It's a very, very tiny little film that used to go in in cameras many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I doubt if you could even buy 110 film anyway. I don't think you can anymore. No. No, you can buy a medium format, but I don't think you can buy 110. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, so we're calling this to be, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So read the terms and conditions, check it all out, make sure you know what you're getting into. Um, hope you've enjoyed this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you have any suggestions, leave them in the comments. Um, Terry and I'd love to uh, hear your feedback. Um, thanks, Terry, for joining me no again worries. in this episode, and uh, we'll see you next episode. See you then. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment, or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.